bet you're wondering where Armand and Nick are, and the answer is not here today. I'm Sarah Brasher, and I am taking over this club playbook where I'm going to be teaching you discovery. Discovery, much like a good meal, is a process that needs to be experienced. So today we'll talk about what's on the menu or how to set an agenda, setting the table or setting up yourself for success, digging into discovery before finally bringing out the dessert menu and recommending next steps. So we are going to get started in three, two, one, let's go. Today's tip to optimize your sales day is brought to you by Boomerang. If you get an email and the action required on that email is gonna take you less than two minutes to do, do it on the spot. It's not worth adding it to your to-do list, having to look at the item, remember what you need to do. That's gonna take you more than two minutes anyway. So do it on the spot, get it off your plate. Now we documented our best templates and tips to help you optimize your sales day with our friends at Boomerang and you can get that documentation for free at the link in the show notes. This actionable competitive tactic from Clue is the trap question. Steer discovery toward the winning zone. If we're competing with a podcast that has no newsletter or webinar series, we might ask a trap question like, how do you figure out if those podcast listeners are making their way to your mailing list? And when you're in a head-to-head, there's no better way to prepare for your next competitive battle than with our trap questions and battle card templates from our friends at Clue. The link's in the show notes. Awesome. So when you start a discovery call, the first thing that you're going to do is tell your customers what's on the menu or set the agenda. A couple quick things you're going to want to do are confirm the time, explain the objectives of the call and the desired outcome, and then finally call out any unspoken objections. So it might sound something like this. Hey, Armand, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me. Do we still have 30 minutes? Fantastic. So the objective of today's call is to understand a little bit more about your business. I have an idea about some of the challenges you might be experiencing, but I really want to dig into those today. The other thing that I want to do is share a little bit about some of the key challenges CROs like yourself are experiencing before finally figuring out if this is a good fit for you. So the outcome of this call could either be, one, you say, hey, this is interesting. I want to learn more, in which case we'll book a meeting. Two, you'll say, this is interesting, eh, but I have some concerns, in which case we can schedule time to talk about those concerns. Or three, you might say, Sarah, this is terrible. I don't want to know any of this stuff, in which case we'll go, that's fine. And we will shake hands and part ways, friends. Does that sound fair? Finally, I'll call out some unspoken objections. Hey, Armand, I understand that you might be using one of our competitors and you probably have some concerns about how we stack up. So we can definitely take some time in this conversation to talk about some of our key differences. Or you could say something like, hey, Armand, I understand you have some concerns about recording calls. So I want to talk to you a little bit about how you can make sure your reps don't feel like your big brother and actually use this information to help you win some of your big bets this year. Next, we are going to set the table. This is where you're going to show your customer that you know them. You're going to teach your customer something, and then you're going to get confirmation that you're in the right place. A lot of reps go straight into asking questions, and it feels like an interrogation. You don't want that. Instead, do your research ahead of time. So you can go to places like a quarterly earnings report or seeking alpha or your customer's 10K. Or if they're not publicly traded, a really great place to go is LinkedIn. Read their profile, look at their company news, 
Or if you can't find anything there, search the industry that they work in and look at some of the industry trends from Gartner, McKinsey, et cetera. The next thing you'll do is you teach your customers something. So this is where you wanna come with a unique perspective. And then finally, get confirmation. This might sound something like this. Hey, Armand, I saw on LinkedIn that you were just at your SKO at Santa Monica and some of your reps posted about how you brought CBI in and rolled out some new messaging. On top of that, I was taking a look at your website and I saw that you guys are rolling out a new product and rolled out a different product last year. So it looks a little bit like you're moving from a single product to a platform sale. Is that fair? When I say, is that fair? Then I get confirmation that that's the world that my customer is living in. Then I wanna teach them something. Hey, Armand, one of the things that I've learned from spending time with CROs like yourself and doing some research from areas like McKinsey and Gartner is, and I might fill in the blank with things like strategic initiatives a lot of times end up failing or your rep productivity is low. It's at an all time low right now. Or things like 53% of deals that reps put into commit don't ever close and explain some of the reasons and then tie that back into the research I've done. So if I know that according to McKenzie, 70% of strategic initiatives fail and Armand just rolled out a new platform play, new messaging, and is rolling out a new product, those are big bets that he's taking. And I can incorporate those two together and explain why that might be challenging, some concerns he might have, and the root causes of why that status quo that he lives in is problematic and isn't going to manifest the reality he wants. And then I'll get confirmation. Is this your life? As I get confirmation, that's an opportunity for me to move to the next stage, which is digging in. You've agreed that the problem is a problem, so you want to talk about why. The way that you talk about why is very important. You want to do things like ask about impact and quantify where you can. And then the other thing you want to do in this section is talk about areas where you can differentiate or ask questions where you know you can differentiate. So you've agreed he's rolling out this new product. It's going to be challenging. He's rolled out new messaging. Getting all the reps to sing the same song at the same time is important. But ask why. Armand, nobody just rolls out a new product just to roll it out. I imagine you're probably doing that for a couple reasons. Either you have a very competitive space, which I noticed that sales technology is getting increasingly more competitive. So you're trying to differentiate and kick out more competitors. Or two, you might be doing things like trying to increase your TAM. Is that what's going on? Yes? No? Great. Why? Why is that happening? So what is the impact that you're trying to get? Like, if you're rolling out a new product, I imagine there's some kind of revenue number that you're chasing after. And that's where I can quantify where I can. And I'm going to continue to ask questions like that throughout the discovery process. And then the other thing that I might do, and this is what a lot of reps don't do, is ask about areas where I know I can differentiate. Here's the thing. If your customer is evaluating you, then they're evaluating your competitors. They don't do these things in a silo. The second thing is that the economy sucks right now and we are selling in a downturn, which means your biggest competitor is the status quo. So you should be asking questions that can open up areas where you can differentiate and provide more value than what they're experiencing today. So I might ask a question like this. Hey, Armand, are you recording calls right now? And Armand says, yes, we are. Hey, Armand, how are you getting consent for those calls that you're recording? 
The reason I ask is because a lot of our customers sell in different continents like you. And selling in Germany or in Europe is very different than selling in the States or in Australia. So having the ability to control consent and capture that is really important. And it's not something that's easy to do with traditional recording tools. Have you ever thought about that? This opens up a great area for me to differentiate, which again, if he's using a competitor, I can then make that a stake that I ground myself to, or I can add additional value later on in the conversation as we continue down this evaluation. So now that we've got a ton of information from our customers about the problem that they have, the root cause of that problem, the impact of that problem, and we've quantified it, and then we've been able to sprinkle in a little differentiation. This is where we finished our meal, we're feeling full, we're good. And as the waiter, we walk up to the customer and we say, how about some dessert? Most reps will just pivot to their demo and ask for next steps here. But instead, you want to do something different. You want to summarize what you've heard from your customer. You want to get them to stack rank what you've heard. Hey, Armand, I heard a bunch of things from you today. You are rolling out all of these new products. You've got this new messaging. You're placing some big bets, and it's going to result in XYZ amount of revenue for you. If you had to stack rank those in order of importance and there are no ties, what would that sound like? Great. Now I know exactly where he's falling down. Hey, Armand, a customer of mine actually had the exact same challenge. They were rolling out a new product. When they rolled out that new product, they realized that they were not manifesting the revenue dollars that they thought they would as fast as they would. When they implemented Gong, they were able to get immediate visibility into what was happening. And the reality was is that all of their reps were pitching the product entirely differently. And their top rep was using a script that enablement had never come up with. So what they ended up doing was taking that top rep script, replicating it, and rolling it out in a training to all of their team. And then they used Gong to enforce that training and help onboard reps and reinforce it throughout time. This resulted in 20% more revenue than they had been expecting. Something like that. And then once you've described the foretaste of the feast to come, you'll recommend next steps. Take ownership of this. So a lot of times reps will say, what do you want to do next? Instead, just take ownership. Recommend them. Hey. The next step of our process here is for us to actually show you how we do that. Do you have time next week? Great. Now you can pull up a calendar and start to do that. As you pull up the calendar, you can do one other thing, which is ask about their process. Hey, Armand, while you're pulling up your calendar, I'm curious, when you've evaluated solutions like ours in the past, what does that process typically look like? This is where Armand is going to tell me all about how procurement evaluates software, when legal needs to review red lines, what their security process looks like, whatever else, who else is involved in the decision-making process. And then when I get that information, I can say, okay, great, Thursday, three o'clock in the afternoon. And by the way, why don't we add Paul to that invite or whomever is the person that has influence on the deal? Because then you can start to widen your audience. You might get some objections here around, oh, I'm not sure if Paul's the right person, in which case you can go back to that upfront contract that you had where you said, hey, you might be intrigued, but you'll have some concerns. And then you can say, well, why don't we talk about those concerns that you have on the next call? And after that, if you're assuaged and satiated, then we'll go ahead and add Paul to our our third conversation down the line. Does that sound fair? Probably the answer will be yes. And that's it. That's all there is. That is discovery in a nutshell, the process. So a quick 60 second recap. Number one, have a plan and share it. Call out surprises before they surprise you. 
Number two, take control of the conversation by setting the tone. Remember that you're a problem solver, not a feature pusher. So start by talking about problems and why they exist, and then teach your customers something they don't know, and you'll gain credibility in their eyes. Number three, dig into their pains. You don't just want to ask qualification questions. You want to understand their challenges today and equally importantly, impact those have on their business. Bonus points if you set yourself up for competitive differentiation by asking questions about areas the prospect might not have considered, but you know can add extra value. And number four, tell them what's good on the dessert menu. Recommend they give it a try, i.e. tell them what the next step is and secure it at the end of the call. That's it for me. If you liked this and you want more, Nick and I will be doing a discovery call teardown. We will post the details in the show notes. And if you liked what I had to say, feel free to follow me on LinkedIn. My name is Sarah Brazier, B as in boy, R-A-Z as in zebra, I-E-R. Check me out. I post about stuff like this all the time. Hopefully I'll be hearing from you guys soon. Did you know that 60% of proposals are viewed on a mobile device? Which means if you're sending a tech stock or a slide deck, the formatting is going to look really ugly and you're going to make a bad impression. Luckily, our friends at Quiller are here to help. Quiller pages are built on the web, which means they're mobile responsive and they actually look good on a cell phone. And Quiller is having an offer right now to upgrade your proposal from an ugly tech stock to a Quiller page for free. So you can see what your boring proposal looks like as a beautiful Quiller page. There is a link in the show notes to take advantage of the offer. Your Zoom Info actionable insight tactic is called Jane's moving up. Why? Because that's the email subject line you'll use when you get a real-time notice that your prospect Jane just got promoted. From there in the email, explain how Zoom Info helps rising sales leaders win their first 90 days on the job by highlighting coaching opportunities or supporting a team-wide prospecting push. And you can try out this trigger-based email template for prospect promotion and four other scenarios inspired by Zoom Info's go-to-market plays. Link in the show notes.